Blog Talk Radio. The following is a post time with Mike and Mike production. Trent McWicket is lonely on the lead. He's up by four on the outside. Don't tell me again. Cutting into the margin, but it's McWicket four years later back at the top of the sport. <laughs> Homicide Hunter who sweeps past to the outside. Homicide Hunter trotting into the finish. It's Homicide Hunter who will hit the line. 148 and 4, the fastest trotter ever. Dewey did some good down the boulevard of broken dreams. Walker Meister coming at him. Walker Meister on the outside getting the best of him. Walker Meister in front. Giddy up. Three wide, all bets off. They're at the top of the stretch. Rocket Ron turns first in the Battle of Lake Erie. On the outside, bit of a legend. Rocket Ron, bit of a legend on the outside. Bit of a legend. This year's battle champion, 23 and 1. Homeward bound in Gold Cup and Soccer, 59. Somewhere, Penty, rocking in heaven. Rose Run West is there. Here the alert have won it! Fine, Twinkle takes aim in the passing lane. Now Caviard Alley in full gear outside. Sharton started feeling. Caviard Alley all out. Sharton digging deep. Sharton's gonna dig in here and get the win here. Sharton, up on the front end. Then none shall pass for Tim Dietrich. Giddy up! You're tuned in to the official podcast of the Sport of Harness Racing Post Time with Mike and Mike with co-host Mike Carter. Foiled again! Hold on to win! Foiled again! Tough as nails! And Mike Bozich. The Iron Horse has cemented his legacy! Giddy up! What a weekend it was in the sport of harness racing. We certainly appreciate everybody joining us on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. Mike Bozich flying solo here today as Mike Carter continues to recover from uh, his honeymoon. And uh, I'll tell you what, very happy to have Mike Carter around because he was down, uh, not in the Bahamas, but down in the Caribbean, uh, of course, and uh, the hurricane was uh, coming to kind of spoil his party, but nonetheless, he got out okay, and and uh, we are certainly appreciative of that. But what a weekend that uh, we had here at Post Time with Mike and Mike. Of course, we were broadcasting live on Saturday at uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park for the Canadian Pacing Derby and the Maple Leaf Trot. And we're going to touch on that on this particular program. Blake McIntosh, the trainer of Courtly Choice, will be joining us. And what a good story Courtly Choice is. I think a lot of people uh, kind of uh, just wrote this horse off. I mean, because all the attention was on lather up and and rightfully so i mean he has just been a pacing beast uh in the older uh, pacing division but uh nonetheless courtly choice who is a four-year-old had a lot of success at three 
didn't quite fire back as far as I think the connections wanted it to, but I think he silenced a lot of the critics on uh, Canadian Pacing Derby Day as he swept on past in a very impressive win, uh, sweeping past Lather Up. We're going to talk to trainer Blake McIntosh a little bit about uh, Courtly Choice. Plus, Annette Lorenzen, she is making her post-time with Mike and Mike debut, uh, and uh, she had uh, Guardian Angel Oz, who was just fantastic in the Maple Leaf Trot, and uh, what a form spree that Guardian Angel Oz is uh, is enjoying right now. Just uh, an unbelievably sharp horse right now. We're going to talk to Annette Lorenzen about Guardian Angel Oz. Plus, we've got uh, some big races coming up this weekend at Scioto. We're going to touch on that as well. But a couple of notes uh, talking about this weekend or this past weekend uh, for myself and uh, – <laughs> I guess this was kind of a kind of a, a I don't want to say a death sentence, but uh, certainly interesting. Mike Carter was on a vacation on his honeymoon, and I had to drive actually make the drive from Elkton, Maryland, all the way to Canada to uh, to broadcast the uh, the races on Saturday with uh, Garnet Barnsdale and Ace uh, Barnsdale and. Uh, so get there, and the broadcast starts at 8 o'clock. So it went from 8 till about 10.30 and uh, drove overnight all the way back uh, because I had to announce the races on Sunday at Chester uh, at Harris, Philadelphia. And what a great thing that uh, I'm just thrilled that I actually made the trip back because the Sunday of racing at Harris, Philly, was just as magical as the Saturday night racing at uh, Woodbine Mohawk because we had two divisions of the Great Northeast Open Series, uh, had some great horses going. Hanalore Hanover set a track record for Amer Trotters, 152. That was in race number seven. And Sharkin tied the world record uh, for a mare on a 5.8 mile track going 148. So you have an opportunity to call horses like that. It's unbelievable. And you know what? Listen, I mean, if you're <laughs> to drive eight hours overnight, get back to the house at about 7.30 in the morning, get a couple hours sleep, uh, and, uh, and come in to call races like that, that was a pretty special weekend. So nonetheless, it was a big weekend of harness racing. And uh, had a real good listenership for the uh, Canadian Pacing Derby and Maple Leaf Trots. We certainly want to thank all of our listeners, all of our sponsors. Want to thank the people at Woodbine Mohawk. They just really laid out the red carpet for us. And uh, it was the first time that I had a chance to visit the the racetrack up there. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, And our broadcast location, boy, thank you so much, Mark McKelvey. Our broadcast location was phenomenal right on the racetrack uh, with the head-on view just a little bit past the wire uh, right in the paddock area easy access to to get interviews it was just uh, uh, tops all the way around so uh, certainly a big big thank you uh, goes out to Mark McKelvey and all the gang at Woodbine Mohawk Uh, real quick before we get into Blake McIntosh our first guest do want to give a big shout out 8,000 career wins to uh, one of the good friends of the program Mike Wilder did that at the Meadows with a Six win day. Uh, so, congratulations, 8,000 career wins to uh, certainly a fantastic driver and somebody that is very, very good for the sport of harness racing, uh, our good friend Mike Wilder. So, congrats to him. We're going to take a real quick time out. When we come back, we're going to talk some courtly choice with our man Blake McIntosh. You've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. 
At BetAmerica, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the BetAmerica way. Post time, gates moving. They're off and it is on. Every year, the Harness Horse Youth Foundation travels the country to share the love of harness racing with the next generation. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation educates, introducing youth to new friends and opportunities. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Learn how you can support bringing kids and horses together, building a stronger future for the sport. Visit hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. Hey, racing fans. We all know the ride begins well before the starting gate. Stay warmed up around the clock at PennHorseRacing.com, your home for all things harness and thoroughbred racing. PennHorseRacing.com gives you the inside track on betting, industry events, breeding, news, and more. You know, everything that'll give you an edge come post-time. Visit PennHorseRacing.com today. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back on post time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Bozich flying solo, also presented by our good friends at the United States Trotting Association. Annette Lorenzen will be joining us a little bit later on as we're going to talk about the Guardian Angel Oz and his win in the Maple Leaf Trot. But first, we're going to bring in trainer Blank McIntosh. Blank, uh, trainer of Courtly Choice, of course, who picked up the victory on Saturday at uh, Woodbine Mohawk, the Canadian Pacing Derby. And Blake, this had to be a huge, huge. Uh, feeling and a huge win for you guys. Yeah, it was uh, you know a huge win because you know it's on our home track and and uh, he'd just been fair this year. It hadn't been like himself other than the first start of the year and you know it was just just a big mile and you know just a big relief that he's back to seems to be back to himself. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, it kind of like he's come back as a four-year-old and, and that he was good early in the year, kind of tailed off a little bit towards the middle. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, a lot of critics were chirping out there, but it had to feel good to silence at least a few of them anyway last Saturday. Oh, you know, like that, you know, I don't care what people say about us, you know, like I knew the horse was good and, you know, that had nothing to do with it. It was just winning the race and, you know, pacing derby was like the second on my list of the North American cup up home to win, you know, like you just want to win, win those races up home, you know, like, uh, you know, we won two big races in the States last year, but to win it on home turf was, was the big thing. And, and, uh, it was just hearing the crowd was just amazing. Tell, take us through the race a little bit. Now, Lather Up was sitting fourth, and he brushed up to the top. They were going pretty good, 25-4, and 54-1. Now, you guys were just kind of camped out. You guys were third over uh, behind Western Fame. Dunwell made a big move towards the top. Uh, tell us, uh, Take us through the race a little bit. Tell us uh, when you thought that you really had a chance to uh, to sweep by on the stretch. Uh, not till last. 
10 feet, I guess. Uh, yeah, around, last turn, I, I, around last turn, I was like, well, geez, we might get a fifth here. He's racing good. He's coming on strong. Top of the stretch, I was like, well, geez, we might get second or third here. And then, you know, when we hit the tow board and I see him flying, I was like screaming my head off. And and uh, I couldn't believe it. They swept by ladder up, you know, like ladder up's just been a, a freak all year. And, and uh, you know, it was a big mile, you know, like uh, it, it was just huge. So I couldn't believe it. Visiting with trainer Blake McIntosh, uh, Blake James McDonald uh, was uh, got the drive on Courtly Choice, and you could obviously see the emotion as he crossed the line first. Uh, we were actually going to have James on the show today. Had some things going on. We're going to try to get him on next week. But uh, tell us about maybe some of the interactions you had with James and what that win meant to him. I you know James is like a little brother to me. You know I've known him forever. Um, he uh it was just so exciting to let him you know have him win the race too you know he's been trying to win a big one and, and uh hasn't had the luck and you know i was just so happy for him and, and it was just a great night that's for sure let's talk a little bit about what's next for courtly choice uh he's in saturday at the uh, Sayota in the um the the uh you i can't remember the name of the race but he's at Sayota um and uh it's a it's a great field um, like any of the 10 horses can win that race. And uh, it's just, uh, it's going to be a really great race. You know, I hope it sets up well for us. Uh, you know, you got Jimmy and uh, Mick Wicked with the one, two holes. So they'll be firing. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, that is the, the plan won't be, uh, won't be uh, locked in for sure on, uh, on Saturday night. And then you got ladder up with uh, outside us. So I'm just hoping we can get a trip and, you know, there's a little speed up front that we can swoop around the last turn and get them again. But, uh, you know, what happens, happens. You know, it's, uh, it's going to be a great race. And uh, then after that, uh, he'll probably go to the uh, Quinlan at um, Harrington, as long as he comes out of the race okay on Saturday night. And then to the, um, um, the Dayton Derby. And then, then back for the British Crown. That's, uh, that's his season. Blake, let's uh, before we let you go, let's maybe touch uh, about a couple of the uh, other horses that uh, that you're in your barn, maybe that we can watch out for. I uh, agree with Joe. He's been, you know, he's got the New York Cyrus final. He's been seven for nine with the other two just being seconds. Uh, he's two-year-old pace and colt. He's pretty nice. Um, Sweet Chapter has been having a good year. Um, you know, we might take one to the jug. We're not sure yet. He's a little. Uh, you know, fast and first, he's been, you know, he's a grassrooter, but uh, he gets around a half real well. And, and uh, you know, with the top five sounding like they're not going, you know, we might take a shot on him. All right. Well, Blake McIntosh, Blake, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Uh, congratulations on the big win in the Canadian Pacing Derby. From our vantage point right there, that was uh, that was a pretty cool thing. I mean, because it, it, the, the emotion obviously was there. I think you were pretty much hugging everybody. Anybody you could find was getting a hug from you after that particular race. <laughs> but, yeah, nonetheless, sure, yeah. man, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Mike. We'll talk to you later. All right, that was trainer Blake McIntosh, trainer of Corley Choice, and uh, I'll tell you what, what a uh, an outstanding win. What an outstanding race, by the way, that was, and uh, certainly take nothing from Lather up. I mean, it's pretty obvious that he's been the freak of the uh, division, but uh, nonetheless, 
Uh, Courtly Choice was able to get the job done that day in a thrilling race. They went the mile at 148 and four. So congratulations to Blake McIntosh and all the connections of Courtly Choice. Still lots left to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USDA. Trainer Annette Lorenzen is going to be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk Guardian Angel Oz. And I'll tell you what, you want to talk about a sharp horse right now. He is the definition of sharp. So we're going to talk a little bit about him, plus lots left to come. More on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USGA. Back in a moment. Southern Oaks has been the winter home of many great horses competing in several different stakes programs. It's home to leading trainers such as Irv Miller, John Shane, Eddie Lohmeyer, and Ian Moore, just to name a few. The farm is conveniently located within 45 minutes of both the Orlando Airport and Daytona Beach in sunny Florida. Southern Oaks, arguably the best training surface in all of Florida, has stalls for rent for the winter season. For more information, visit southernoakstraining.com. That's southernoakstraining.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8787. 82 extension 5555 Whitback Farm yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. The 2019 lineup features siblings of rich performers and first foals from productive families. In 2019, Whitback Farm is selling yearlings at Goshen on September 8th, the Ohio Selected Sale on September 13th, On Gate September 18th through the 21st, Lexington October 1st through the 5th, London October 19th and 20th, Harrisburg November 4th through the 6th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 7th and eighth. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. At Bet America, we don't do promotions only for new players. As a regular player at BetAmerica.com, you can take advantage of several promotions each week. Go to BetAmerica.com slash extra and visit our promotions calendar and find out how you can get double wager reward points on our featured tracks. It's just another reason why it's time to play the Bet America way. Mike Bozich, along with Mike Carter, for Pacing for the Cure. Do you or someone you love with multiple sclerosis have a difficult time paying for your MS medications or need medical equipment such as a lift chair or scooter to help with your mobility needs? Pacing for the Cure can help. Please visit the pacingforthecure.org website and complete the Mobility Aid application or contact Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. If eligible, you may receive funding. Mike? Are you a harness racing trainer or driver? Please join the list of those who pledged in 2018 for the $1 per win challenge. The 2019 challenge has begun and wins tally from January 1st through November 30th. For the drivers and trainers that are currently participating in the challenge and donate $100, they will receive a Pacing for the Cure long sleeve t-shirt or baseball cap. For a $250 donation, the driver or trainer will receive two tickets to the annual party. If you are interested in joining the challenge, please email Jeff at pacingforthecure.org. Thank you, drivers and trainers.
We're back on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USDA. Mike Bozich flying solo today. Mike Carter is still recovering uh, from his honeymoon as he made the big escape uh, from Hurricane Dorian. So uh, certainly uh, grateful for that. So lots left to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. But first, we're joined by trainer Annette Lorenzen. Annette making her Post Time with Mike and Mike debut. Annette, how are you? Good, thanks. Well, listen, we certainly appreciate you joining us, and uh, we have to talk a little bit about uh, Guardian Angel Oz. I mean, if there's a sharper horse out there in harness racing, I certainly don't know who he, who he or she is. But this horse right now is just razor sharp, coming off the big win in the uh, the uh, Maple Leaf Trot this Saturday. That had to be a big thrill for you. Absolutely. I mean, it's uh, it's always fun to win uh, races, but the, that one is, uh, yeah, that's the it's probably, that's the biggest race so far that I ever won. Harness Racing's newest millionaire, obviously a world champion. Tell us a little bit about the backstory of this horse. How did you guys uh, How did you guys get him? And uh, tell us a little bit about him. Um, we uh, he's a homebred, so uh, we bred uh, bred the mares, uh, the mare. And uh, he's born and raised here at the farm his whole life. And tell us a little bit about the actual race as we talk about the, uh, of course, the uh, Maple Leaf Trot. Uh, brushed to the front, stayed on very well. Tim Tietrich obviously gets along very, very well with this horse. Kind of take us through that race and, and tell us when you got a good idea that you think you could win this thing. I mean, I was worried the whole race if we passed the finish line, uh, but uh, no, it, it, yeah, it, it worked out really well. Timmy got him in a good position, and it helped a lot when he got to the front, and the other ones has to work to get up to him. So I mean, but uh, no, I, I was wor- worried the whole uh, the whole way because I mean, Atlanta was coming hard at him, but I, I know that. Guardian responds really well when he gets the horse on the outside. He's kind of waiting on them, and uh, when he gets someone on the outside, he he keeps on uh, digging. Tell us a little bit about maybe what's next for Guardian Angel Oz. Uh, He's racing here now uh, on Saturday at Sayoto, and then uh, we got a couple of weeks off, and then we got uh, Hoosier Park and Dayton and the red mile that's that's the plan so far and then yeah of course we're hoping for a breeder's crown and a cvg if everything goes well right tell us a little bit about him away from the track i know all horses have different personalities so what's his personality kind of like away from the racetrack he believes that he is the best absolutely he's uh he's talking a lot and uh that he's all he always been like that he's he's a very happy horse he's always been we actually thought about uh, gelding him there for a while because he's uh, kind of uh, not he didn't really put all his uh, his uh, strongest efforts in as uh, before so we actually thought about the uh, castrate him uh, but uh, we said that we were going to keep trying and see if it if he changes now we know you do a lot of racing here at Harris Philadelphia. I know obviously you've got more horses in your stable than Guardian Angel. Tell us about uh, maybe some of the other horses that maybe we can watch out for in the uh, weeks and months to come. Uh, the one, the one I got here in the barn in, in Kentucky is uh, Strip It Down AS. Actually, also another Archangel. 
uh, three-year-old that I got. She's been racing here. She got uh, two starts in the Kentucky Sarius Stake and won uh, both of them, trotted in 52. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, she's going to step up her game and I, uh, that we might be able to bring her to the Breeders' Crown also. It just have to depends on how she's racing now, the two last starts here in the Sarius Stakes. And that this is your first time on this particular program, uh, and, that, and it's, it's it's kind of hard to believe because obviously you're you're a prominent trainer in the sport of harness racing, and, and we've been on the air for two and a half years. So this is your post time with Mike and Mike debut, and we love to ask people that are making their first appearance on the program about themselves. So let me ask you uh, about you. How did you get started in the sport of harness racing? For my parents, uh, my parents had uh, standard breads my whole life, and I got my first pony when I was uh, two years. And I actually did some uh, show jumping uh, also, but uh, the the harness racing uh, been been there the whole time, so it wasn't a hard choice to make. So that's uh, that's right. uh, that way, and then I came over here in uh, 2003. So I've been here since. Okay, and where are you from originally? Sweden. Okay, okay, and of course you've you've uh, seen a lot of harness racing over there. What do, what do you believe? What, what do you think is the biggest difference, maybe, from the sport of harness racing overseas as opposed to uh, here in the states? Uh, I mean, it's a big difference. I mean, they start racing more two-year-olds over in uh, Sweden right now, but I mean, we race a lot more younger horses here and uh, the way of racing is uh, way different here comparison to over in Europe which uh, in Europe you get bigger fields and longer distance and uh, not uh, always behind the starting gate so we got the, we got the, the different starting moments and all that too yeah, it's certainly interesting to watch racing over there and just to see the differences uh, between the racing over there and the racing here in the States. Well, listen, Annette, we certainly appreciate you joining us. Congratulations on your big victory last Saturday at Woodbine Mohawk. And, uh, hey, we're looking forward to seeing what Guardian Angel Oz can do in the weeks and months ahead. Yep, thank you very much, and thanks for having me. All right, that was trainer Annette Lorenzit, and uh, yeah, what a nice horse Guardian Angel has turned into. I mean, this that victory at it uh, on Saturday at Woodbine Mohawk, just a gutsy, gutsy performance, and uh, certainly going to look forward uh, to uh, his performances coming up in the week, weeks and months ahead. Harness Racing's newest millionaire. Guardian Angel Oz. Still lots left to come on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. We're going to talk a little bit about the action coming up at Scioto Downs on Saturday. A couple of big races, actually a big car. They've got a 16-race card. A lot of uh, uh, Ohio uh, Sire Snakes events, plus the Charlie Hill Memorial and the Jim Ewart Memorial. Uh, both of those races will feature uh, a couple of horses that we just talked about on this program. So we'll break that down coming up next. You've got Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. And the USTA. Back in a moment. From the edge of your seat start to the white knuckle finishes. Horse racing is truly a ride unlike any other. One that the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association intends to preserve in the Keystone State for years and years to come. From our breeders to track operators to you, the fan. PHRA is here to bring everyone together for the benefit of the sport we love and the majestic athletes we adore. Learn more about the PHRA's mission at PennHorseRacing.com. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Horse Racing Association. 
Whitback Farm yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. The 2019 lineup features siblings of rich performers and first foals from productive families. In 2019, Whitback Farm is selling yearlings at Goshen on September 8th, the Ohio Selected Sale on September 13th, on Gate September 18th through the 21st, Lexington October 1st through the 5th, London October 19th and 20th, Harrisburg November 4th through the 6th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 7th and 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's winbackfarm.com. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling 877-800-8782, extension 5555. Around the horn is the easiest way, the better way, and that is how we will go. Anything more? Are you frightened to go around the horn, Mr. Christian? Are you a coward too, sir? while since we've heard that bumper around the horn. Mike Bozich flying solo here on Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America and the USTA. And uh, we've got some great, great action in the sport of harness racing coming up on Saturday and this weekend. A couple of good races as Scioto Downs is getting ready to uh, close the curtain on their 2019 live harness racing meet. They'll do so with a couple of really nice races. The $220,000 Charlie Hill Memorial and the $440,000 Jim Ewart Memorial Trot and Pace Race 13 and 14 on the Saturday Saturday night program. Take a look at the Charlie Hill. You've got a field of nine bridge to Jesse's. The Roger Welsh trainee will start from post position number one. I know my chip from post position two for uh, Ronnie Wren and uh, trainer Walter Haynes Jr. Marion Marauder still looking at for his first win of the season, we'll start from post three. Uh, Scott Zeron and Paula Well with the combination there. Four plunge blue chip for Oka Swanstad at six to one. Five mission accepted uh, for the Burnt Brigade and trainer Chris Page from post position number five. Pinkman will start from post six for trainer Per Englum and driver Brett Miller. Atlanta, she raised her heart out in the Maple Leaf trot in defeat last Saturday. Start from post number seven for driver Yannick Shingro, one of two Ron Burke entries in that race. We just talked about Guardian Angel Oz, eight to five favorite, Danette Lorenz and Tim Ketrick, and at nine is top flight Angel uh, for Julie Miller and Andy Miller. So that's the field for the Charlie Hill. Guardian Angel Oz starting from the outside along with Atlanta as uh, they will once again hook up. Uh, on Saturday. The Jimmy Wood Memorial is for the older paces, $440,000. Uh, Jimmy Freight will start from post position number one for Andrew Harrison, Scott Zeron, McWicked uh, will start from post position number two. He just uh, really did not get a good trip in the far outside uh, in the Canadian Pacing Derby. Brian Sears drives for trainer Casey Coleman. Don't tell me again. We'll start from post three for Tim Tietrich and trainer Jim King. Western fame from post four. 
and Noble Drives and Trains by This is the Plan. One of two Burke entrants here for driver Yannick Shingra alongside his filibuster Hanover starting from post six. Chris Page will get the drive on that one. We talked about Courtly Choice uh, earlier in the program with trainer Blake McIntosh. He'll get his start from post position number seven at five to one. Lather up from post eight is right next door. And at number nine, always a prince. Uh, Tyler George and Dave Miller will drive and number 10 starting from the second tier Hitman Hill for trainer Chris Oaks and driver Aaron Merriman. So that's the field for the $440,000 Jim Ewart Memorial as courtly choice and lather up the one, two finishers in the Canadian pacing derby will do battle. And uh, yeah, very interesting. Just gotten to sent us, a, uh, a message, and that's right, three past Hambo winners uh, faring, uh, uh, squaring off in the Charlie Hill uh, in race 13. So, yeah, that's, that's cool stuff right there. Marion Marauder, Pinkman, and Atlanta, along with the Sharp Guardian Angel Law. So, yeah, some good stuff coming up on Saturday at Scioto. Good looking out, Jess. We certainly appreciate all the tidbits uh, that you can pass on to us, getting all that information from our man, Bob Hollywood Hayden. Anyway, uh, coming up on Sunday right here at Harris, Philadelphia, is uh, we've got uh, Pennsylvania Sire Stakes Finals. The two-year-old tr- uh, trotters and paces will be in action, uh, going for purposes of $252,000 plus. That's uh, the first of fours in race number nine. Uh, the two-year-old Colt and Gelding Trotters, uh, Chestnut Hill from post position one, Big Oil from post position two. Of course, Real Cool Sam undefeated will start from post position number three. All eyes will be on the Jim Campbell trainee. Uh, four is ELI Deal, five Amigo Volo, six King Alfonso, seven Swiss House on Fire, eight Gangster Hanover. And that is the two-year-old Colt and Gelding Trotters. The two-year-old Philly Pacers will be in action at race number 10. Field for that race, one Lion Sentinel, uh, two Rocknificent, three More Than Cute, the K, four JK First Lady, five Beyond Ecstasy, six Sweet Ace, seven Baby, You're the Best, and eight Should Have Been a TD. We'll start from post position, number eight, two entrants in that race for the Burke Brigade. Race 11 is the Philly Trotters, $252,000, Sherry Lynn's Lady from post one, Sister Sledge, undefeated from post two, three Sorella, four A Perfect Crystal, five Sound the Phone, six Shishito, seven Queen of the Hill, and eight Habanero K. And then, of course, the two-year-old Colton Gelding Pacers will compete in race 12. Number one, Poppy Rob Hanover. Boy, did he look good in his last start here at Harris, Philadelphia. Two, Adriano Hanover. He's only tasted defeat once. Three, Cattle Wash. Four, Caliber. Five, Manticore. Six, Catch the Fire. Seven, Tell Them Lou. And the full brother to Captain Treacherous. Number eight, Father Nuno. Four, trainer Tom Cancellari and driver Corey Callahan. So a lot of big action coming up this weekend in the sport of harness racing. We certainly appreciate each and every one of you for joining us here today. Well, don't forget we'll be on the air coming up next Thursday at our regular scheduled time, post time 1030. And if Mike Carter's recovered, maybe he can join us. <laughs> so nonetheless, listen, we certainly appreciate everybody joining us on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. And bearings back. Come on now. Come on, Mike. See what happens when Mike Carter's not here. It's everything just goes to heck. Anyway, for Mike Carter, it's Mike Bozich. Once again, we'll see you next Thursday morning with the first post of 1030. Good night, everybody.
Can't stay here. I know who 